to another Monday. Good afternoon. We, we made it. We did. We didn't get whacked over the weekend. We did not get, well, <laughs> depends on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that may have been after the event on Saturday. No. <laughs> no tomorrow's my anniversary, 18 years. Wow. Um, haven't been whacked in a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're still on, as they say. Not yeah. Well, well, you know, it is what it is. So. Right. <laughs> Uh yeah, Monday. It's, I'm glad we uh, had, we had a good weekend. I think I I had a great weekend. I'm tired. I ain't gonna lie. They they worked me a lot harder than I thought I was gonna have to work. But you know, yeah, it was great. It was fun. So um, we were actually at the Michael Franzese. That's right. Uh, concert or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what you speaking talk. engagement. Uh, speaking, I guess. I guess it's a speaking engagement. Yeah, uh, and that is the way that you say it. So all the jackasses that were texting in when I was like, yeah, Michael Franzese joins us tonight. And they, you were like, oh, no, it's Michael Franchese. And, you know, okay, want to be Italians. The guy said his name himself, Franzese. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you saw it in Goodfellas doesn't make it right. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only place that he goes at my Franchese is yeah. in Goodfellas when they – when they go, yeah, this is this is Tommy Two Eyes or whatever his name is, and then and he goes and Mikey Franchese, right. and, and and that's not his name. It's no, just not his name. Franzese is the way that the announcer voice said it, and uh, it was a, it was a very cool event, though I have to say, it was um, a lot of fun. You and was I surpri- Were you surprised before we get into the event itself? Were you surprised how many people were there? Yeah, a little bit, man. I have to say, it was a a, a well attended event. Yeah, and a lot of bling, a lot of well, gold we... horns around the necks, and um... <laughs> well, the the funny thing was, is we were told all week by, or at least I was told. I don't know what you were told by by what's her name. The the I don't want to say her, what's Marie her name? Marie who from was... uh, 
current year records in karma. Not, great place, by the way. Could not have been sweeter. She is no, so yeah, nice. She's awesome. But um, she she had I know she had told you, and I had talked to my guy's name that I talked to is Chris O'Neill, Chris McNeil, and <laughs> um, and Chris had told me. Well, we're thinking it's a 1,300-seat venue, but we're thinking like 600 people. That was way more than 600 people. Yeah, it looked like that. Yeah, it definitely did. It looked like about 1,000, I would say. And I have to say, I, I was quite happy with the reaction that you know we got from the crowd. There was a lot of people there that actually watched this show. Yeah. A lot more that are in the corner of the little eyeball up there that lies and tells you <laughs> three people watching. Right. Uh, it was a... Quite a good reaction, so it was fun. Yeah, we we both had people come up to us during the show saying that they watch the show every week and they enjoy the show, and you know, and hello to those people, and that that was very cool. It was, it was very. I I had a great time all the way around. I mean, they definitely treated us like we belonged there, which was which was awesome. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah, that was very cool. That was that was uh, the highlight of my night. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, the highlight of my night was the highlight. And we'll get into what I had to do work wise here in a minute. But um, before the show started, like right before the show started, they did the whole light flicker thing and whatever to tell people to sit down and shut up. And then when everybody sat down right before Michael came on, they um, Chris McNeil did a little little talk on the microphone, like right up in front of it, thanking everybody that made things happen. Yes. And he thanked, you know, the the Strudel place and he thanked the record store and he thanked Bob Franz and he thanked 92.3. I don't know what show he appeared on on there, but he must have. You know, he thanked all kinds of shows. He thanked. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go on, you go ahead. No, please. But what? No, no, go ahead. Well, then he thanked us. Yes. And that was nice. And then he thanked me personally as their new special friend. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> which was, which was, and dude, I, I was sitting next to my partner, Neely, that I do the classic metal show with uh, yeah. when, when that happened, I, I had just come out. I had been backstage in the, in the green room, kind of police in the green room area, which, you know, that was tough. But, um, but I had literally just come out, sit down and then they started talking and right away it's like, and our new friend, Chris Aiken. I was like, wow, look at me. I looked at Neil and he's like, Jesus fucking superstar. <laughs> See, but I, I thought it was so cool because again, I didn't think that, you know, this show would get a mention at all. But yeah. We mentioned before, like 92.3 was mentioned, which I thought was pretty sweet. I did too. I mean, Bob Francis, Bob Francis, he's like one of the best in the biz. Sure. And, uh, so it was cool that he didn't go though. Right. I was missing. I think he had another function that he had to attend. So that's fine. Uh, his board op, who I actually know, uh, mm-hmm. was there. And that was kind of cool to see that guy. But it, yeah, it was cool to actually have our name shouted out and your name, especially as a friend. Uh, but I walk in and they had some sort of festival going on on the right. We're going to get to Flat Earth Guy in just a minute. Greg Simmons already checking in about the uh, Flat Earth, but he's yeah. coming up in just a few. Um, they had a festival going on in downtown Lorraine, some mm-hmm. international fest. So it was very difficult to find a place to park, but I found a handicapped spot. See, losing a leg ain't all bad. <laughs> and it was like right up front in front of the uh, the, the right. theater. So I was able to walk in. That was fine. And I walk in, and there's you. Just sitting yeah. at the table looking menacing. 
<laughs> and the publicist, Chris, and then your mom was there. Yeah, my mom was hanging out. <laughs> Who I have to say, my wife and I talked about her all night because she was like the sweetest little thing I've ever met in my life. Uh, she was just adorable, so nice and fun, and uh, it was very cool. Yeah, it would have been nice if any of you would have given me any kind of prop. It's like I I walked back into the green room a little later in the show and and uh, Neely was saying something to you about I've been having to deal with him for 27 years. And then my mom's like, well, I've been dealing with him for 54. I was like, Jesus, what what am I, the bad guy here? Did no, I get you look, all in here? Look, I'm not going to get all mushy and kind of weird, but you know, <laughs> it is the, the show. But yeah. uh, like for real. Before they brought everybody backstage for the meet and greet and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I was standing next to your mom. She was in the seats, and I was yeah. standing there, and I was talking to her. I said, you know, I have to say you have a, a fantastic son. He came into, you know, this time of my life that I needed somebody, and he helped me with the show, and now is part of the show, and then, and like we're partners in this, and I'm, I'm excited about it, and I was sure. like, it's just really cool, and I, I was like, I can't thank you enough for, for Chris. And <laughs> she kind of looked at me and she goes, well, you know, things sometimes just happen for a reason. Yeah. And, and she, I thought it was very cool. Very nice. It was a nice little moment that we had. So. Sure. Yeah. She had a ball. I mean, she, she had a ball. She was happy to meet you. She was happy to see Neely. She was happy to see me, which me and her never get to spend a whole lot of time together. So yeah, it was cool. It was, a, and, and my mom is such a, such a gangster. You know, she, she like, you know, uh, my brother, my brother had a family trip out to Vegas with his family and he took my mom and it was, they, they, they have some thing that you can do where you could drive all the super big, like, um, construction equipment, like the big cranes and the big diggers and stuff. And she actually branched off from this away from the whole family by herself to go to the mob museum in Vegas. So she... When I told her that I could put her in front of Michael Francis, she was like, holy smokes. You know, she could not have been happier. So it was cool. It was cool That's to cool. take her to that. Now, I will say that I I have to apologize to Neely. Okay. Uh, your, your partner on the Classic Metal Show. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize I had met him before. <laughs> uh, apparently, I met him, like, way back in my MMS days. Okay. Well, so and, that know, was how long ago? Oh, back then, I mean, I was, he, he knew me, I was doing these body solutions commercials. It was, yeah, the blue drink. While you sleep. Right, I remember and that. And I had stuff. never even stuck my finger into stuff, but I shouldn't say that on the air, but I, I, I guess it's too late now. Uh, <laughs> but I lost like 60 pounds thanks to diabetes, but I had never tried this, this stuff. But right. anyway, um, so I apparently met him back in the day during that, and I, I told him, I was like, dude, there's a lot of drinking that went on between that period of my life and... <laughs> today so i apologize to him for not remembering that right and, but then he did t- kind of say something took a shot i think okay because he was getting ready to leave yeah and you know i was telling him you know hey it was great seeing you blah, blah, blah. he goes just remember um you know we do a show that cannot be replaced oh well he's always he's always worrying that i'm gonna leave and i, I kind of looked at him like well dude i'm not trying to like i mean you guys do a totally different show than what yeah. you and I do. And I, I was like, whoa. I mean, if we got to take this to the streets of Lorraine, <laughs> all right, your suit, his suit is too nice to mess up. I, I right. might get a couple of shots in before, you know, right. my leg falls off or something. 
but I, I was kind of like, is he like really mad at me for no? <laughs> like, no, I'm, uh, I'm sure he was just jerking your chain a little bit, but and he, and truthfully, he's probably more jerking my chain because he's he's always worried about about me skipping town again because I did once because I did take two years off. So he's probably always worried that when I get when I get going with too many things, oh, he's gonna fucking leave again. I, I told him, I said, you know, you and I are Trump fans. Yeah, I was like, you know, we should be friends and stuff like that. But yeah, he wasn't. You know, he seemed a little standoffish towards well, me. And I was like, dude, there's a security guard here tonight, and he's gonna have to separate us. <laughs> I, was like, I thought Hell, the I one don't... job that you were gonna have to do is to separate me and Neely of all people, <laughs> because he thought I was gonna. You know, I'm trying to slide into his uh, yeah. his uh, show stuff. Yeah, it was too funny, man. <laughs> But no, uh, yeah, he's he's not he's no he's, he's cool. He seemed like he seemed like a cool guy. He's harmless. He was thrilled to be there too, and and um, his brother-in-law. We got his brother-in-law and his uh, and his sister hooked up to meet Michael, so that was good too. So yeah, I I, I was everybody's friend over over the weekend. <laughs> Tony Masaccio came out. Tony Masaccio came out. Saw him for three point one seconds. Yeah, Tony's like the greatest at everything that he does. Um. Because he's just quick. He's like a ninja. Yeah. He's a half Italian, half Jewish ninja. Um, he got into there. Obviously, he came in and sat down and watched the show. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, he had a pass to go meet Michael. Yeah. But the way that they were doing it is they had VIP ticket people and then these mm-hmm. badge people. We were badge people. Yeah, we were badge people. Or you guys and were. So after the VIP ticket people went through, it was supposed to be the badge people. Right. Tony ends up slithering his way through the line of VIP ticket people ended up boom and uh yeah ended up like right up front and met the guy in in a, in a heartbeat yeah well yeah we got him right in there so yeah it was it was definitely uh it was definitely funny but he was it's funny cuz i i had told tony i was like just wait here for like 5 minutes because I, I i was try you know i was i was organizing the line so so to speak or trying to organize the line and i'm organizing things and i'm organizing things and next thing i know i turn around 5 5 6 minutes later to get tony to introduce him to the guy chris tony is gone yeah. and i mean i i looked around out the door. i, went, I yeah. went backstage he wasn't anywhere i found you and you were like oh he's gone i was like oh all right <laughs> so so much for that but it was nice. We're we're getting yelled at by the uh, flat Earth guy. Oh, too bad. Yeah, too bad. This is a adult show. Yeah, I swear, dude. Sorry. <laughs> and so does everybody else. Yeah. I'm I'm a bit of a swearer. I'll try not to swear. How's that? I'll I'll play nice today. I'll try not to swear. And I hate to tell you, but most kids and grandkids that are listening most likely swear too. They just <laughs> don't want you to know about it. That's right. I remember the first time my daughter swore. She's like, where'd you hear that from? And she you? looked at me and like, the womb. <laughs> she's been hearing it for that long. Nice. It is what it is. Nice. All right, well, let, let's let's talk about a couple of quick stories here before, right. ab- about this about the event before we get to um, Flat Earth Central here. Yeah. Um, so they had me get there at 1, or 1, 5.30. Uh, or five o'clock, I was supposed to be there. I got there about five fifteen because I got stuck behind that stupid bridge, the drawbridge, and I had to wait for the drawbridge to go up and down. Yeah, so yeah. I got over there about fifteen minutes late. I go into the like the front foyer of the the palace, 
And, you know, it's all dark. You can't really see anything. There's no one there except me and my mom. And, you know, and so we sat down. We found some chairs and we sat down and we were just waiting for Chris McNeil to come over because that's who I was supposed to meet. So I texted him that I was there. Okay, cool. I'll meet you in a few. Uh, Maybe five minutes later, this guy comes walking in. He's dressed like exactly what you would expect a mob a mob guy to look like yeah he he looked kind of like remember um um what's his name um the limo driver for stern ronnie ronnie the limo driver uh he looked like ronnie the limo driver kind (laughs) of same haircut same look but he's wearing the the mob suit right right so i said to the guy he like walked in and walked out then he came back in and walked in again and he goes or and I just said to him, I said, hey, are you Chris McNeil? And he goes, who, me? I was like, yeah. And he's like, you don't worry about who I am. I know who I am. You don't want to know who I am. I was like, all right. So I'm thinking this guy's definitely like with the crew or whatever, right? No, he was just some guy. Some random dude. Yeah, I saw him later in line for the meet and greet. <laughs> he was just a guy. I mean, he may be a mob guy, but he might be a Cleveland mob guy. I don't know, but but he wasn't like with Francis's <laughs> people or nothing. And I and I was like, all he had to do was tell me no. And he was just like, you don't worry about who I am. I'm like, right, dude, easy. You know, take it easy. I'm, that's fine with me. You know, so that was one thing. But the the biggest funny thing was the. Um, I almost, in fact, I did make the show late. I don't know if you were aware of that, but the reason the show started late was because of me. <laughs> um, so at five, when I met with Chris McNeil, he was like, he's like, okay, you're going to meet Michael and his, and his crew by the stage door. And he's like, yeah, it's just kind of around, around the corner. So I said, okay. And I was like, what time do I need to meet him? He's like, go over there at 615. So I said, okay. So there was another guy named Dean, another really nice guy, Dean Garcia. Super nice and could not have been nicer to me, even though he was clearly annoyed with me. But um, he he was the like Michael's like tour manager guy, whatever. Yeah. And so I texted Dean and I said, I said, um, I'll meet you at 615 at the stage door. Okay. So I get a text back, what stage door? So I hit him back and I said, the stage door here at the palace. He goes, okay. You know, that's it. He sent me the okay symbol, you know. So I was like, all right, cool. So 6.15 comes, nobody. (laughs) 6.30 comes, nobody. So I opened the stage door. I went to see if it was unlocked or something. And I opened the stage door to see if he was already in there. And I just missed him. Like I got over there, you know, late or something. Yeah. Nobody was there. So I sat down in the, in the green room, which was right next to the stage door. Yeah. And I, I sit down and I throw him a quick text. And I said, I'm in the green room now. And that's it, right? And he, he sends me back a text that says, okay. So fair enough. So another 10, 15 minutes go by. I'm... Again, he had said okay, so I figured I'm supposed to meet him in the in the yeah. green room. Well, then I get a text from him. Are you with Chris McNeil? It's like, no, he's out front. Why? And he's like, 
because security never showed up. I was like, I am security. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he didn't, he didn't say nothing back. And then he came over like him and, and Michael came over, but McNeil came back. He's like, why are you here? I was like, you told me to be here. Be here. <laughs> you told me to be here. But they came over 15 minutes late because they were waiting on me to go over there. But Chris had told me not to go over there to go oh. to the stage door. So it just, it, it Meanwhile, was. Meanwhile, we're all sitting in the thing going, why is he late? Where's he yeah, at? exactly. There's a problem. There's 18 <laughs> cops here. and <laughs> Well, that was kind of weird, too. So I'm sitting in the green room, and all of a sudden, two big burly cops come back, and they're doing like a sweep. They're like looking around and who are you and why are you here? And, you know, where'd you get that badge? They asked me, where'd you get that badge? I was like, uh, Chris McNeil. Oh, okay. You know, and, and they were just kind of scoping the rooms and stuff and, you know, yeah. just, just making sure it was safe, I guess. All in all, it was a hell of an event. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. I, I have nothing bad to say about anything, you know. Uh, the only security I had to do really the whole night, especially since I didn't have, since I didn't go to the hotel, the only security I did the whole night was keeping some lunatics away from Michael's wife. Yeah, like, I saw that. Yeah. My, Michael's wife was sitting like you, everybody had to come in through some, through like up some steps and through a door. And there was a little, little thing on the side. There was like a little, a little, I don't know what you call it, an alcove or something that was there on the side. And, um, so as, as, um, people were coming in, she was sitting right there. Like she had a chair right there and she was just trying to stay out the way and hand Michael books when he ran, you know, when, when yeah. they needed more books, that's what she was doing. And, but basically she was just staying out of the way. And sure enough, every lunatic that came in because he introduced her at one point yeah, on the so, stage. Yeah. Yeah. So then every lunatic in there saw her. And was wanted to say hello to her and whatever, hug, give her a hug or shake her hand or whatever. So at one point, I just kind of walked over by her because I saw that she just kept getting hounded by these people that were jumping out of line. We were having a hell of a time getting everybody in line. Right. And and part of it was because they were jumping out of line to, to shake her hand Father. or say hello to her. So finally, I just stepped in there. And I said, you want me to shoo these people away? And she was like. She didn't yeah. say yes, but she sort of <laughs> said yes. You know what I mean? She was just oh, kind of yeah. like, she's kind of like, yeah, yeah. you know, I was like, <laughs> all right. You know, so I did. So I started that. That's when I started with the, with the VIP passes go this way. Badges go that way. <laughs> well, it was a hell of a night, but we do have some stories that, that actually he talked about and stuff that I, I'd love to talk about on this show, but we're not going to talk about it on this show. No, uh, that's going to be extra. That's right. Uh, you're gonna have to go to the Odyssey channel, and you're gonna right. sign up for the uh, silver package. Yeah, the Seth and Silver. Seth Silver. That's right. Less than a cup of coffee, and you can get all the extra bonus footage. But we have some very interesting stuff that he talked about, mm-hmm. including some JFK stuff, which I thought was very, very interesting. I thought that was re- that was probably the most interesting part of the night. I thought of, yeah. of the whole. The speech was great, by the way. I know we haven't even talked about that even two seconds, but. If if and when he comes back, which from everything we heard, he is going to be coming back. Yeah. Um, when he comes back, anybody that has any interest at all in this stuff has to be has to go to this thing because it's I, I've been to a few speaking things, not a ton, but, you know, four or five things in my life. This was by far the best one. It was great. It, really it was great. I mean, 
he does go off on tangents a little bit. Yeah. I would say you left-leaning people may not want to go as quickly may as not right-leading people. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely, even my mom, who is who is kind of left-leaning, she she was like, I don't know why he went off on that tangent. <laughs> well, he was asked a question. but He, he was, we, but he, he did launch. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about all that stuff in, on Odyssey. Absolutely. Um, we got to get to Flat Earth because yes. I, I see Flat Earth guy and I see Eric is going crazy. So we got to we got to do this. I want to take a quick break, though. OK, not too far behind. And then uh, we'll get to the Flat Earth. All right. Hang on. Hey, it's Seth. And I appreciate you watching today. And you can make a difference for just four ninety nine a month. You can help save someone's life today. It really does count. Every dollar matters. And you can change someone's life. Not these ridiculous dogs. Those are actor dogs. I'm talking about myself and Chris Aiken. I can barely afford a shave and a haircut. Or sleeves on a shirt sometimes. We could use your assistance today. Just go to the Odyssey app. Go to the Odyssey website. O-D-Y-S-E-E. Just $4.99 a month can change the world for someone today. Myself and Chris Aiken. We'll give you extra content. We'll give you bonus footage. We'll give you new episodes. Subscribe to the Odyssey channel today. Thank you. Everybody, it's Don Dockin. When I'm feeling nostalgic, I always go to Pinball PA. You gotta go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Stop what you're doing and start making memories at Pinball PA, located at 2284 Broadhead Road, Suite 10B in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. We have over 420 video games and pinball machines to play and all games are set to free play, so no quarters or tokens are needed. Pinball PA is open six days a week, and is the best and most affordable entertainment spot in all of Western Pennsylvania. Check out our website at www.pinballpa.com for more details. Come visit Pinball PA today. Initials up. Guarantees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs, 4883 Turning Road. Call us at 216-299-9344. Welcome back to the Seth Williams Show. Of course, can. My wife got me sick, dude. Well, that's no good. That's no good, man. Are you sure it wasn't from shaking four thousand hands at the at the Francis thing? It, it could be that too, but yeah. All of a sudden, I got this cold thing going on. By the way, we didn't even show the photo. Hey, look at that! There we are. There's there's me and you with Michael Francis. How cool is that? Some fine, handsome fellows. Yeah, and then us. <laughs> All my wife kept saying on the way home was. Man, he's 72 years old, and he's really, really good looking. I'm like, okay, you haven't told me one time in like a month that you like the way that I look, and you're telling me 
1,400 times that the 72-year-old mafia guy is, is good looking. Thank you, honey. Appreciate well, it. Well, he's made a billion dollars. You haven't. That, Hell, I think point. he's good looking with that with that resume. Jesus. Yeah, I, I probably do him. With that kind of cash, <laughs> it's game on. All well, right. he, made, he made it clear how he stands with that. On yeah. That he did make it, You'll hear all about that on Odyssey as well. Odyssey will have that story. <laughs> and, yeah, there are people that are not too happy, which we'll explain. Uh, all right. It's flat earth time, man. That's right. We got to bring up Eric first. Eric. Oh, hey guys. How are you, my friend? You're never going to believe this. What? I'm up in lower Earth orbit right now. (laughs) I'm looking down. I'm looking down at Earth. And behold, (laughs) it's not a spinning globe like they told us. It's stationary. All right. See, the sad part is he's not joking, people. He's, he's not joking. He think Earth is flat. Um, so let's introduce these two, I guess. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Plain truth guy, otherwise known as flat Earth guy. Where are you? There he is. How are you, sir? Well, I'm I'm doing very well. Um, my name is actually Minister Michael, and that's why I want to get out the swear jars for you guys. But I love you. Well, you we're might... effing great here, Michael. <laughs> you might need a swear swear shipping container for me. Well, it's all good. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting Chris yet, but uh, I tried to Saturday night as I was uh, entertained by Mike uh, Frenzies. Yeah. Um, actually, I was uh, enjoying that very much. Yeah, I, I sorry I didn't get to to meet you. I just the only times that I actually did have to work were before and right before he right before he ended. I had to go back to it. So by the time Seth, by the time I ran into Seth and he told me that you were there, I was I was you know already up on the stage doing my thing. So absolutely, sorry. you were you were working, and I figured it was going to be another two hours. There were at least a hundred people that uh, had the VIP tickets. I wanted to shake his hand. And if each one of them had a question, I'm sure you were there very, very oh, late. I got out of there at, um, at I think quarter of 12. Yeah. yeah I mean, that it makes was sense. late. It was sure. And, and I think he finished talking at what? Eight 30 or nine or something. It was like, yeah. Nine, something like that. yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. I, real quick, real quick, Chris, I forgot. Explain who Eric Valentinos is to oh. my audience. Cause my audience, obviously. Hi, Eric. How you doing, Eric- Michael? Eric Outstanding. Is, Eric is the lead guitar player for uh, Stephen Piercy of Rat. Nice. But more importantly, <laughs> probably even more than you, Michael. I doubt Eric it. believes it all. <laughs> Eric believes it all. He studies it. How many cool. years did you say you've been studying almost, this? Almost a decade. So yeah. Almost a decade, but it's something that I've personally always scratched my head about, uh, even as a a, a young boy eight nine years old uh just simple things looking at the ocean and how flat it looked and uh just starting to ask questions but you know all of us i'm sure michael will explain you know the indoctrination that we go through as young people with the globe and they kind of build our reality for us and we just assume that they're telling us the truth well that's a big part of it uh, another thing is that this goes back you know, centuries, millennia. And so I did my research all the way back. I'm a biblical 
I'm a biblical scholar. And so what I'm going to be talking about today is bi biblical cosmology and specifically the origins. So for me, you know, the origin is creation and no one knows what he created better than God himself. And so I, I use scripture to um, as truth. You know, this is what he created and uh, it's never been disproven. All right. So let me lay down a little bit of ground rules before we get started. <laughs> I want respect, unlike the last time that you were on, uh, Michael. And then I also, uh, we have to keep it moving. We only got an hour and a half here. So, I mean, it's not yeah. like we got six hours to get through 500 slides. And, you know, we're not going to go out to the backyard, start lifting weather balloons up and trying to figure out where they're going. <laughs> we need to get an hour and a half. Condensed yeah, I'm already roll. up here, Seth. I'm already See, up you, here, you're man. <laughs> so, we just need to keep it moving and keep it condensed and, and, and go. So, there we go. And Chris has your slides ready to go. Yeah, Chris. Um, I uh, actually added a few, um, okay. so I have a little, a little transition here. Okay. But uh, I wanted to start with remembering Triv. Um, the whole thing with uh, with the flat Earth, uh, me being the flat Earth guy, is because Mike Trivisano and I uh, got to meet. So if you don't mind, I'd like to just open in prayer. Sure. So, Father, there are so many people who have ears but cannot hear. They have eyes, but cannot see. Lord Jesus, open the eyes of their hearts and reveal your truth into their mind, will, and emotions, that they may know you, the author and perfecter of our faith. Holy Spirit, give me the words to convey the truth and love. With all the intercessors, we are praying that our understanding will, be, will not be clouded by the lies, deceptions of our enemy, the devil, and that Jesus will get all the glory. Amen. Amen. All right. So, um... My whole thing is I hate being lied to. And uh, I've had loved ones uh, that are lied to, and they believe things that just aren't true. Uh, Eric, you, you mentioned that, you know, since you were, you know, knee-high to a grasshopper, you questioned. So on March 10th, 2021, uh, my brother and I did not see eye-to-eye -eye on biblical cosmology. He challenged me to document proof, so I compiled 80 pages. In April, I gave them to him, and he later claimed that he couldn't understand anything that I, I'd shared with them. Sure. Well, now I have a thousand pages and my brother still doesn't <laughs> understand it. Okay. So as I was driving home that day, I was listening to the Triv show and he asked if anyone could give a genuine perspective on the flat earth. And I prayed to God and he told me that Triv was my assignment. I said, okay, Lord. And I found a way to reach out to Triv via the smoke and rock and roll food truck that was honoring the heroes and, you know, our heroes in blue, red, and green, the police, fire, and first responders. And uh, Seth, I, I know that uh, you were the first person I talked to about that. But at that food truck, there was a, a person that I met there. He was a fellow Marine. Uh, I served the United States Marine Corps. And his name is Gunny Terry. He works with Dave Mortash. And he had just had knee surgery, and he was in tremendous pain. Uh, well, I had something that could help him. Same thing with you, uh, Seth, uh, I noticed that you were sneezing at the beginning of the show. Yeah. I got something that can clear that up in one second. So anyway, uh, I missed Triv, and I gave the 20 pages to Seth, mostly pictures. And I went to the next event uh, and found Billy Moore sore from a motocross racing uh, incident with his shoulder. And I challenged him with something that works in seconds. And Billy tried it. And, you know, for himself, uh, I'm not a doctor. He actually, you know, put the stuff on himself. And it, he was amazed that it worked. So Seth told me that the pages that I'd given him were on Triv's desk. And I knew what that meant. 
<laughs> They're one step from the circular file, right? So the next event, God opened the door. Trev was having a conversation with Billy Morris. Billy turns around, sees me, and bursts into Thanksgiving about all the benefits he's having. His shoulder's great. He's feeling wonderful. And I could see the questionable look on Trev's you know, unmistakable face. He's like, who is this guy, right? right? So I waited for the perfect opportunity with Triv having food in his mouth so he couldn't say anything. And I put one page, page in front of him with 36 declassified government documents. And Triv says, I am going to make you famous. Uh, he introduced me as the flat earth guy. Again, my name is Minister Michael. I'm a minister for Jesus, but I'm a watchman, a witness, and a warrior for the Lord. And we did the Triv show with Travis Mills on August 9, 2021. Uh, Seth, you said it was unbelievable. Um, but on October 20th of that year, I was listening to Triv, and Triv finally got it. As only Triv could, he says he wants to interview God. So I seized that moment as an open door, and I text Triv, and I said, I have God's phone number. Immediately, my phone rings, Triv calls me up, and we have a divinely appointed conversation with Triv wanting to do a show on this. And I had finally completed my assignment. You see, I didn't tell you, but back in March, when you know Triv was asking for, for that, God said that Triv was my assignment. And God told me at that time that Triv was going to die within two years. Triv died eight days after our 20 minute conversation. Friends, we are in warfare against demonic strongholds in media, education, government, even in the churches. And it's time for us to take a stand. It's time for us to seek truth. Great. So, Eric, I think you can see the screen here. Some people think that they're Christians, but they trust in modern science. And you can see from all the different places we do, we in, in history. See your, we do not see your screen. You cannot see this. Are you talking about uh, behind you? Just the the uh, map that you have behind you? Oh no! I uh, I'm sorry. I uh, <laughs> I thought I flipped over here. So let me see if I did or not. Oh no, I did not. Here we go. There, there we go. go. We can see so, that. Oh, here we go. So I apologize. That's uh, what I wanted to show you guys. Uh, remembering Triv. And I'm gonna I remember to... Triv with the sip right now. There you go. Well, I think his was. Uh, was uh what the blue label yeah jimmy Johnny walker, walker. Johnny walker blue Johnny walker blue that it is okay so if you can uh you know take a look here at, at what i've got here and i just have a few chris uh before okay, uh you know what, what you're going into but right. you know basically if you're a christian and you trust modern science over the bible there's issues and one of the uh characters here is mccater mccater actually made a map that's in all the schools and the map is so wrong it's unbelievable right. um but, you know, the Bible says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And because they have rejected knowledge, God is going to reject them. The biggest problem I have when I talk about the flat earth is this. You know, people answer the matter before they hear the facts. And it's folly to them. It's shame to them. And Einstein even said this. Condemnation without investigation is the height of ignorance. So these foolish people have a condition. And fortunately, Seth, it's not contagious. And oh, that is, <laughs> yeah, that's cognitive dissonance. So cognitive dissonance is real simple. It's This is why people get upset when their beliefs are challenged, like we had the last time I was on. There's a mental conflict that occurs when beliefs are contradicted by new information. This conflict activates areas of the brain that involve personal identity and emotional responses to threats. The brain alarms go off. 
when a person feels threatened and on a deeply personal emotional level, causing them to shut down and disregard any rational evidence that contradicts what they previously regarded as truth. People were seeing this not just in you know biblical cosmology. <laughs> we're seeing this where people don't know what gender they are. I mean, this is getting yeah. ridiculous. So Satan went too far. He crossed the line, and he's now attacking our kids. Enough is enough. We as American patriots need to stand, and it's time to choose God. So I just wanted to, you know, share with you guys, and this will be the last uh, point before we get hard into the, the biblical cosmology. And, and that is this, you know, I want to give you an opportunity to choose to accept God's invitation to be in his family. We talked to Michael, and he talked about the family. He talked about the blood oath. Guys, the mafia didn't invent this. This was invented from the foundation of the world. God didn't create us just to make us. He created us to have a family. And what Satan wants to do is he wants to destroy the family. He's destroyed marriage. He's destroying gender. He's destroying everything that he can. And unfortunately, most people are buying into it. So I'm a sinner, okay? And, and the Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the wages that sin pays is death. And even Michael talked about this. That lifestyle ends in destruction. Families are destroyed. Well, God has an answer for that. And, and in John 3, J Jesus says this, I assure you most solemnly, I say to you, unless a person is born again, that is spiritually transformed, renewed, he cannot see or even enter or experience the kingdom of God. So as many as did receive him who welcomed Jesus, he gave them the right to become children of God. That is to those who believe, trust, and rely on and adhere to his name. Those who are born, they're not born of blood. They're not born of natural conception. And they're not born of the will of the flesh, which is physical impulses. But they are born, because they're not born of man, of a natural father. But they are born of God. And that is a divine supernatural birth. So Jesus says that he is the way, the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. And no one comes to the Father but through him. Because if I acknowledge and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, a person believes, resulting in justification. And with the mouth, he acknowledges and confesses, resulting in and confirming his salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. And finally, in Revelation 3.20, Jesus says to this, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him, I will eat with him, and I will be with him. Guys, the, the prayer is simply this. Father, thank you for the free gift of eternal life. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I need your forgiveness, and I am sorry for all my past sin, and I ask you to forgive me. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and arose from the dead. I now open the door of my heart to invite you in to come into my life. I realize that there is nothing I can do to earn my salvation, and I place my complete trust in you alone for eternal life. I choose to follow you as my Lord, Savior, and King, and please make me the person that you want me to be. Gentlemen, I thank you for allowing me to do that. Uh, Chris, if you don't mind, the first uh, track, I believe, on the conspiracy side is um, a must-watch video. If you could play just the first 5.22 of that, Behind the Curve, I think oh. that'll explain everything. Where's that? Oh, it's Mark Sargent, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, I don't have the video. So it's going to be number one. Is this on the uh, uh, on the cons 
on the conspiracy the side. On yeah, the, the ultimate conspiracy, ultimate CIA. Well, shit. Um, <laughs> of swear course jar. I play. Swear jar. I yeah, I know. Throw, throw me in a swear jar. Um, bu- 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 yeah. So also I sent known you as two. Flat Earth Clues. Yes. So uh, what happened is um, a documentary was made, and you can watch the whole documentary. I just wanted to show the first uh, five minutes of it because they did such a phenomenal job on explaining it. And I wanted people to know it's not just me. Eric, thank you so much for, for coming on. I'm sure you have a lot to share. But the thing is, it's more than just two people. It's not just Kyrie Irving or Shaq or you know some of these outward people. These are professional people who have taken the time and did the work and presented it in a format that is easy to understand and actually uh, you know, won some awards as a uh, documentary. So I believe that's under the ultimate... 2015, um, this came out in 2015. Yeah. Um, and I want to say it's the, uh, the ultimate conspiracy proven true. YouTube. It should be slide one. Go to slide one here. Yeah. And I don't know if you can actually you know, click onto that. Cause that's really what we're trying to do. Yeah, It's not, let me click on it. Hold on, I'll find it. What, what's the title of the video? Cause I'll find it real quick. Well, it's behind the curve and it's a documentary. It's behind. yeah. Behind the curve or under flat earth clues. Yeah. Behind the curve. And the problem is that you got to get the right one. Cause there's a lot of bad ones out there that aren't it. Um, let me see if I can do it. Uh, We'll hit it from from two sides here. Oh, there's a lot of them. Um, yeah, because when Mark Sargent made this, he didn't put any like license on it, and he allowed it to be shared and duplicated. And so now, it's been shared, you know, probably hundreds of millions of times. Uh, but he he started out as a, a video game uh, tester, if you will. Okay, and uh, it was around 2015 that he he ended up uh he, he was into conspiracies and whatnot and there was only one conspiracy left that he hadn't like really looked into and it was flat earth and he really couldn't debunk it because you know most people go by nasa or what we've been shown in our generation you know the apollo missions and so forth but as those started to crumble uh the narrative with the with apollo and stuff he wasn't really able to debunk it. You know, you couldn't, he couldn't debunk it without using NASA, you know, and uh, he had some uh, phenomenal proof, uh, phenomenal proofs in this documentary. But what Michael wants to show yeah, is I've a got good, it, by the way. Yeah. It's a good start because it kind of explains why they do, why they would lie about this and how they did it. Uh, and like I said, it's just the first five minutes, but again, I couldn't do it better. Right. All right. Well, let's play the first five minutes. Fair enough. Here we go. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. 
Flat Earth has long been touted as the mother of all conspiracy theories, suppressed and ridiculed for centuries as being an ignorant, unscientific worldview. But the facts of the matter are far from what you've been told. It is a fact, not a theory, that bodies of water always seek and find their own level. From a pond, lake, or an ocean, the natural physics of water is defined and remain level. level, level. It is a fact that the majority of Earth is covered in such level water, level water, thus making it an unscientific theory to postulate that Earth is actually a gigantic sphere with bendy oceans curving all the way around it. It is an unproven, unscientific theory with no observable, measurable, or repeatable evidence to claim that bodies of water can somehow bend, cling to the exterior of shapes, and show convexity upon their surface. It is a fact, not a theory, that we are able to observe objects at incredibly long distances, far beyond what would be possible if Earth were a globe 25,000 miles in circumference, as we're told. For example, it is a fact that in Genoa, Italy, from just above sea level, it is possible to see the distant islands of Elba, Caprea, and Corsica, 80 to 125 miles away. It is a necessary theory that the globe Earth must curve 8 inches per mile squared, if it really be a ball 25,000 miles in circumference, as we're told. But based on such a theory, these islands would all be completely hidden behind thousands of feet of curved Earth. It is a fact, not a theory, that the horizon always appears perfectly flat, 360 degrees around the observer, regardless of altitude. All amateur balloon, rocket, plane, and drone footage show a completely flat horizon as high as we can reach over 20 miles or 120,000 feet up. It is an observable, testable, repeatable, scientific fact of reality that Polaris, the North Pole star, situated perfectly over the North Pole center of Earth, never moves a single inch, night after night, year after year, century after century, with all the other fixed stars remaining fixed in their relative constellations, revolving perfect circles around Polaris. It is also an unobservable, unscientific theory to claim that the Earth is spinning a thousand miles per hour, and the Milky Way shoots millions of miles per hour more off through infinite space, when we cannot see, hear, feel, or otherwise observe or prove any such motion. And we can see clearly for ourselves Polaris never moving and all the other stars revolving around it. This is just a brief introduction to the many observable, testable, repeatable scientific facts of our level, motionless, plain Earth that have been suppressed and ridiculed for centuries in favor of various unobservable, untestable, unscientific theories purporting we live on a tilting, wobbling, spinning, ball-shaped Earth. To learn much more about this most important and highly censored topic, please follow the links in the description box.
That's good, guys. That That's awesome. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. So, you know, I didn't want to – I appreciate uh, taking the time to show that because, you know, Trip figured out I wasn't crazy. I actually have a, a pretty intelligent guy. And, Eric, you know, God bless you. You're, you're doing this research for a long time, and, and you understand what I'm sharing. So at the end of the day, we're trying to understand biblical cosmology. Biblical meaning coming from the Bible, cosmology – you know, the study of, of the universe. And uh, what I want to do is, uh, uh, let me, I got to find my mouse here. It's hiding. There it is. Okay. So let's, let's start. So what you have, because I want people to understand the uh, flat earth model, you have a, don't the helios, I'm sorry. Don't see it. Oh, you don't Oh, I apologize again. Thank you again for, telling me that no problem there we there go it is. so what we have are two conflicting models one is the heliocentric model the other is the geocentric now both of these world models are viable that is they are mathematically possible however the heliocentric model claims that the earth is spinning at 1038 miles an hour around the equator the geocentric model is in agreement with the scriptures so i just show here the big bang theory and evolution because everyone knows the heliocentric model we don't have to rehash that but God's account of creation is six days. So the question is, as uh, you know, Mark uh, shared, are we spinning or rotating? Okay, and perhaps the hidden message is in the orbit of the Earth around the Sun. It just happens to be six, six, six. Now right. you can talk about coincidences, but the Earth is revolving around the Sun according to science at sixty-six point six thousand miles per hour. Now that the Earth is stationary and non-rotating, one has to be true, the other must be false. And the question is, why is it that only one theory is primarily taught in our schools? And that theory happens to be the false one. All right, so I apologize. I, let me interject something real fast. Sure. I Go was mistaken. It. I was mistaken thinking behind the curve was Mark Sargent. I thought that was going to be flat Earth clues, and it was, and it's a different no. one. So, yeah, uh, I think it was another... a certain project that was on there. It right. stated uh, who, who it was. And thank you for that. But Mark Sargent has also done some tremendous work. And I'm actually going to, uh, in a later slide, you know, thank the people where I got this information from. Because, again, I'm not inventing this stuff. I'm, I'm presenting no. it. So, you know, I don't want people to be gullible. Okay. You know, if you saw the movie Maverick, you see, you know, the F-16s, you know, rolling. And those actors were not kidding. They were actually in those planes. And you can see the G-forces. So here is, you know, an F-16, you know, guy in there at 1,000 miles per hour. And look at the expression on his face. Okay, he's pulling some serious Gs. Yet in low Earth orbit, they're not even in outer space, okay? The ISS is going 17,500 miles an hour. And the guy's basically in front of a green Yeah, in front of a green screen, Okay. With the Millennium so, Falcon. <laughs> there you go. So if you look uh, at the screen here, you'll see the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of uh, Capricorn. And basically, it's showing on the globe model where these things are, okay? At the summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere around June 21st, and that's when I took this, okay? The sun attains its greatest declination north and is directly over the Tropic of Cancer. So again, if, if you look at this, the question is, why was sunrise at 8.50, sunset at like nine something in Cleveland, Ohio, okay? And in Puerto Rico, if I can show you that, 
anyway, in Puerto Rico, uh, they had less daylight. And the globe model doesn't give you a, a real answer for that. So here you'll see that the globe, it's the foundation for evolution, which has never been proven. The Big Bang Theory, which has never been proven. Atheism, alien series, right, they're theories, okay? Alien seedings, seedlings, okay? Paganism, the occult, the New World Order, and satanic world control. So most people don't want to admit that they've been indoctrinated from birth. Again, you know, here is a mobile, uh, you know, above a crib. And the heliocentric model is very easy to understand. Any fourth grader can understand concentric circles. However, even as children, the globe has been a, a constant tool for both known deceptions and lies. And here, this is the Mercator map. I showed you Mercator in the scientists. If you look at Greenland, Greenland is the same size as Africa. So you can see that in the Mercator map, okay? But in actuality, Greenland can fit into Africa almost 14 times. Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, he doesn't know what the earth looks like. He says that, well, you know, we think the earth is a sphere, but no, it's a oblate spheroid. Yeah. And now it's egg-shaped. You know, it looks Very like a pear. Okay. These things can't be all true. So I ask people this question, what is your source of truth? If your source of truth is man, then I have official government documents from agencies from the United States, CIA, NASA, FAA, U.S. Army, U.S. Air Force, United Kingdom. I can also look into true scientific method experiments from the Royal Astronomical Society, MIT, Harvard, Case Western, USSR. And if your ultimate authority is God, well, I have that too. My source, because I always want to identify where I'm coming from, my source of truth is the unaltered Bible. All right, I'm going to stop you right here for a second. Sure. Um, Go for it. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm guessing on this, but I don't think Eric is spiritual based in his belief system. Oh, so no, I'm, I'm going to no, go to Eric and I want to oh, know where yeah, he gets his logic from. Oh, please, please. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I, I don't go to church, uh, but I still have a connection, a spiritual connection and a higher power. And, Amen. Uh, and I, and I absolutely, believe that this planet that we live on was intelligently designed and created. And I know that's difficult for a lot of people to accept. And it's also just the, just the term flat earth. The word flat is, is very difficult for a lot of uh, normal people to understand because they're seeing mountains and they're seeing valleys and, and it's, it's difficult for them. But if, if you were to envision um, if I had a, a, a big table and I had a bunch of clay put on it, I could make flat places and, you know, pull out uh, basins for oceans and I could make mountains and uh, and so forth. You know, I mean, it could all be built on a flat surface. And, and, and let's, let's be honest here, guys. Um, the government continues to try to indoctrinate people as we go on. Look at the past two, three years of our lives. I'm not going to get into shots and all that kind of stuff but the government takes control and tells you what to do and they make you believe stuff sometimes that isn't true Absolutely. they've done it for well, a very long time and now they're just doing it openly uh, yeah. but i think that when it comes to this they may have been doing it for a long time Seth, you're, you're absolutely right. And the thing is, we have to study. I tell people, don't believe anything that I say. Do your own research, but please don't just believe the lie. And so I'm going to show you here up on the screen. Uh, let me put it up there. This is one of, there are six experiments that have been done. They've never been disproven, and all of them prove that the earth isn't spinning. Here's one of them. This was done at Case Western Reserve University. 
Okay, this is the Michelson-Morley experiment of 1870, uh, I believe it was 1871. Okay, and he actually won the Nobel Peace Prize for this in 1907. But basically what he did is he shot light uh, through mirrors, and he did that at every single um, degree that you can and found that there was no difference. And if there's no difference, we're not spinning. Right. Okay, but again, that's just one. Um, going a little bit further, because I think we're on the, the same, you know, the, the, the same tangent. Here are the 10 flattest places on Earth. And the question is this, or the challenge I put. For all the places on the Earth that are flat, and we agree that these are flat places, there must be places on Earth that have excessive curve, and there aren't any. This is insane. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read these. I'm just gonna go through them. But the Everglades National Park in, uh, uh, I'm sorry, in Florida. Okay, the entire state of Kansas was considered to be as flat as a pancake. Mm -hmm. Well, IHOP went out there in 2003, and you know what they said? Mm -hmm. It's flatter than a pancake. <laughs> okay, right. you have the. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce these, but this one's called the Gateway to Hell. Okay, you have the. Bolivian salt flats, and this is really important. You're talking about 10,000 square kilometers right. of flatness. Okay, it's 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 unbelievable. That uh, would be a lumpy looking flats. globe. That would be a lumpy right. looking globe. Eric, you're you're hitting it on the head. You're 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 understanding, but again, you, you know this stuff. The Maldives Islands, the Bonneville salt flats here in Utah. I mean, we call the Great Plains of, of the United States the Great Plains because they're flat. And that's why I call myself the Plain Truth Guy, Plain, P-L-A-N-E. It's flat, okay? Right. And we can go on to this lake. This lake is amazing because it covers 23,000 cubic kilometers in Russia, okay? And when it freezes, it's a, it's a perfect mirror. <laughs> it's just, you know, these wow. places are flat. Okay. Let, let me let me ask a question because sure. I'm, I'm starting to get lost. Okay, I apologize. Go ahead. No, and that's okay. I, and it could just be that I'm dumb and I don't get this. But no, I'm looking. What I see missing in this conversation is depth. I see Beautiful. the flatness. I see <laughs> the the roundness, but I don't see depth. Well, Chris, we like, like, hold on, hold on, Eric. Hold, hold on, on one hold second. Hold on, Chris. Please. Look at the screen. <laughs> that well, was my on. next slide. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my practical example here. Go to for try it. and to try and ease up before we get get into the slide again. Okay. Here in my hand is a drink. I'm gonna put it on. Yay! Floor. Here's a drink. It looks like water. Yeah, pretty much. But if I tip it sideways, it's yeah. still flat. Uh -huh. But but there's a different depth that allows it to stay flat, even though it's not a flat. The bottle itself is not flat. It's you know mm -hmm. it's more rectangular, I guess. Or, but it's got rounded corners and stuff. Chris. It. So how would it stay if if the depth wouldn't? Are we not accounting for depth? We we are. But just remember, water always finds its level, and what you have in that container is what we call a basin. Okay. So there has to be a basin for which the water to fill. And that's mm -hmm. why the, uh, in the flat earth model, we have that there's a great ice wall that, you know, encompasses the, the, the earth. And that is the basin. And I'll, I can show you pictures of that as well. But just understand you're hitting the nail on the head. You're understanding, you're, you're asking, you're engaging. And the thing is this, there is no bulge in water. So right. water, when you, you look at a level, it doesn't have a bulge 
um, you know, in it. And they're saying that, the you know, in the globe model, there has to be a bulge and there isn't. Right. Between so, San Diego and Hawaii, there should be like a 20,000 foot uh, bulge of water that if you were in a plane flying over, you would notice that where all of a sudden, hey, doesn't it look like the ocean's getting closer to the plane? You know, now, see, uh, I know where there's a bulge. Uh, <laughs> Very good. Well, no, you, you don't. Have to, you no, have to be aroused for that, okay? And, and the thing is, there's no arousal here for Earth. Yeah, ask so, my wife, there is no bulge. Sorry. <laughs> so if you look at the screen, you know, what I'm showing is this. Not How much there. water? Not on no. there. Ah, thank you for telling me that again, because I keep on forgetting to switch to transition. There we go. All righty. So how much water is on Earth? Now, this is from NASA Space Place, okay? And this is August of 2022. 71% of the Earth's surface is covered by water, okay? That's fine. The Earth is the only planet known to have water in all three phases, gas, liquid, and solid, and it never disappears as it's perfectly recycled. If you look at what's below that spinning fake globe is the abyssal plains. Now, the abyssal plain is the underwater plain. You're talking about depth. It's the underwater plain on the deep ocean floor it's usually around the depths of three to 6,000 meters or, you know, 10 to 19,000 feet. It's lying generally between the foot of the continental rise and the mid-Atlanta Ridge, right? The visible plane covers over 52% of the Earth's surface. Here's the math. If 71% of the Earth is covered by water and 52% of that is flat bottomed, then 35% of the Earth is completely flat. I don't see that in the globe model at all. Chris, or I'm sorry, Eric, what do you think? Uh, well, I, I agree. And more so, there is a calculation that they've put forth to determine what the curvature should be. And it's yeah. eight inches per mile squared. squared. Now, when you, when you do these, when you do the math of uh, looking between two distances, uh, one of some notable ones uh, on the, the Chicago skyline. Yeah, from, Rob Skiba. From from Michigan, from the shores of Michigan, you shouldn't yep. be able to see that. But on right. a clear day, you do. Uh, it should mm -hmm. be obscured by the curvature. So right. hold on. Can I let me let me just yeah. ask one quick question on that? Sure. Are we positive that the level that they're at looking across right. is truly level and not on you know you like have to account higher, for how you're that's a great a question higher mountain you yeah. you have to you have to say where you're at like like yeah. for me here i i live in oceanside i'm right at the beach but when i'm in my condo i probably am about 30 feet up and so if i was doing a uh the the calculation which these calculators are available if you google me get yeah. a flat earth calculator like and I've i always have them here right. I, I have it in the presentation Oh, great. Okay. Like I where I live on a clear day, I could see Catalina Island that's like 60 miles away and I see it in its entirety. And there's another island that appears on some days called San Clemente Island. I shouldn't really be able to see these. You know, they should be they should be obscured and they're not. But again, you're looking down on them, right? Because well, you said that you're ooh, up. Chris, yeah, but I, here's, yeah. Chris, here's the thing. OK, no matter where you are on a globe, you're always looking down. Or you're always looking up because, again, it's a ball, right. okay? But that's not uh, – we do have the calculations, mm -hmm. okay? What I did is I went a step further, not that Eric didn't go far enough, but I talked to a meteorologist here in Cleveland who's in mm -hmm. the Meteorological Hall of Fame, okay? And, again, what they're trying to say is, well, that's refraction, okay? So, again, they have a reason for this. However, Rob Skiba chartered a boat from Michigan – 
and had his camera set and he went all the way to the shore of, of Chicago and there was no, um, uh, whatever you I just called that. Well, not just curvature. There, there was no oh, refraction. refraction. Refraction, right. Okay. So here's why I, I gave you the second set, which is the tale of two summits. Okay. Because what happened to me is I wanted a verification from NASA. And uh, a guy from NASA who's an engineer for them came to me and the first words out of his mouth, if you're going to talk to me about the flat earth, you're crazy. Okay. Show me laser evidence. And I said, I have laser evidence. He hasn't spoken to me since. So I want to present the laser evidence for the world to see because here it is and you're going to love it. Okay. So here's the tale of two summits as seen from a flat earth, uh, from a flat map on Google earth, which is the one that's on the right. Okay, now this is year what fa? <laughs> okay, that's in Northern Wales, United Kingdom. And here's what you're talking about, Chris, and a very good point. Its elevation is 3,560 feet. Okay, so if you're standing on top of that mountain, add six feet to that because that would be where your eyesight is. Okay, okay. and the other is southeastward of that, and it's Mont, Mont Blanc in France. It's on the Italian border, and its elevation is 15,773 feet above. So, again, it's higher than. But if you look at the left, you see the map of England. You see where Wales is. It's in the northern part of Wales. And if you look down here at France and you see where Italy is, it's that far away. You're talking over 700 miles. Okay? Okay. So that is significant more significant than some of the other things that we've been uh, shown, but let me go here. Okay. And see if that works. I have it switched, right? No, it's on me. It's on you. It's on you. Okay. So we're on the map. Here we go. So page two, here we go. Okay. This is just saying that Mont Blanc is exactly 15,774 feet. You know, I didn't just pull that out of my, you know what, here's a picture of the other mountain. Okay. And if you look, to the right, you'll see that it's actually there's a lake that's you know beneath it. Um, and again, these are real pictures. Here again is is the um, uh, Google, map. Google map. Okay. Now what they're doing is going from that mountain and they're hitting these different mountain ranges there. But I'm highlighting Mount Black, and again, it's showing with a laser that it's 701 miles away. Okay. So here's what you were talking about, Chris. Where you say, well, what about what about the surface of the earth beneath it? You know, where are all the mountains? And here you can see the mountain um, as a uh, topographical map on the bottom, and I guess it's pink. Okay, so again, it's fairly flat between the two mountain peaks. But here's the earth curvature map that Eric was talking about. Here right. it is. So when you take into consideration the height of the first mountain <clears throat> with the height of the second mountain, you wind up, excuse me, with 46.5 miles of um, below the horizon. That mountain range in Italy should be 46.5 miles below the curvature of the Earth. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, here again we're showing, but again, this is Google math. Okay? No big deal. Here's the photograph. When you use a modern technology, we have like the Nikon 900, the Nikon mm -hmm. 1000. P900, yeah. P900, thank you. You can actually see beyond what the human eye can see, but here it is 700 miles away, 709 miles away, <laughs> 863 miles away. Guys, I'm wow. not making this stuff up. Right. Okay. 
here it is again, looking at the, the, you know, the topographical map. Here is a zoom in. There's no refraction. Refraction happens over water. There's no bodies of water here. You saw it. It's land. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. God's creation. Look at that. Okay. So here's another world record photo from 700 miles away. Guys, our earth is flat. Right. We see too much. Okay. Yeah, it's CGI. Okay. But you look at this. This is amazing. And again, photographs don't do it justice. Your natural eye looking through that camera will see this much more clearly. And then you can zoom in on your own. Anyway, I wanted to share this. I've got so many other, you know, proofs uh, that we can. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to open it up for questions. And I'm going to be sincere here. I have the data. The okay. thing is, it may take me some time to compile it. But if people have questions, I will answer them either, you know, now or, you know, you guys can help answer them or I will get back to them, you know, with the answer, right. just like I did here. But I will do it. And I'll, I'll gladly. Before we, do it, before we go to the questions and all that kind of stuff, I want to take a quick break. Is that all right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Bless you guys. Uh, hang there's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. Right back here at the Seth Williams Show on the CMS Network with uh, Chris Aiken, of course, Eric Farentino's rock star. Um, I'm a big fan. And, of course... Uh, Only on the weekends. Plain truth, <laughs> plain truth guy, flat earth guy, pastor... Uh, minister. Minister. 
Um, all right, we're taking questions on the flat Earth. I have two before while we wait for them. Go well, ahead. One. One. Go ahead. How there's thick one. is the flat Earth? I'm sorry. How thick is it? Yeah. That's yeah. That that we don't know. And again, um, there are questions that I can answer, and there are questions you're going to have to go there. What I do know, and I will show a a, a picture of it. The the best rendition of what we think the Earth looks like, <clears throat> it definitely isn't what uh, you know what uh, what NASA has shown us. Uh, but I'll, I'll pull that up on the screen here as, as soon as I can. Find While he's it. doing that, let me say that you know we have drills to drill down, but they can really only go down a few miles before eight, eight miles is as far as we've ever right. gone. That's so. That's it. So yeah. whatever pictures they're showing us of of molten lava in the middle and all that, that's kind of cartoony stuff. That you yeah, know. It, it, it's it's a lie, and, and we know it's a lie because you can't have um, you can't you can't have magnetism. Because metal, when it's molten, has no magnetism to it. So again, if the core of the Earth is magnet is magnetized, it it, it just falls apart. Hot magma. Yes. While you're looking for that, I, okay. What, what is no, I, I have it. I just uh, got to figure oh, out how to get it over this. here. What's the benefit of okay, lying? Why, why do they lie about oh, it? I am going to give that to you. I am definitely going to give that to you. Um, you just got to give me a few minutes here. Um, I've got three slides on that. You want me to go to it now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me uh, uh, let me go to it here. Well, while you dig that one up, I'm going to throw another question out here, and it'll, I'll, I'll make well, it longer. Oh my gosh! Time. Why is this not doing what I want it to do? Oh, that's a bit why. to answer anything too. Go ahead. <laughs> go for it. All right. We obviously saw last week that these billionaires built a sub that obviously didn't work. And, and, but they did it without any government regulation, without any government thought, without anybody telling them what to do. Right. So so allegedly with that in mind, why have we not had like a Truman show type of a scenario where somebody took a boat, a plane, a ship to the edge and seen the the edge? (laughs) The, the answer to that is we have. Okay. So again, oh, yeah. in 19, yes. In 19, in, yeah. In 1946, uh, a Russian submarine hit the firmament. <clears throat> Excuse me. And understand this is, you know, right after World War II and just before the Cold War. And uh, they actually measured it. I have all those documents in my papers here. But what happened is Russia and the United States then did a joint venture called Operation Dominic. Part of that was Operation Fishbowl. Hello, it's a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they made the Antarctic a no-fly zone, so it's being protected. Now, right. Captain Cook uh, actually was a map navigator for Britain, and in 1775, he actually sailed the southern seas to map out the coastline of Antarctica. Now, again, his vessel should be able to handle the 11,000 miles of coastland of Antarctica in roughly six to seven months. It took him three years to do this. He logged over 60,000 miles. That is why the UN map is what the earth looks like. It is like a flat disc. Now, with that said, Seth, you said, you know, why, why, you know, is this important? And, And Trevisano said, what the hell difference does it make? Well, here it is. There are three demons we unwittingly or willingly entertain. Baal, Aphrodite, and Moloch. Now, Baal is 
the God of being a Lord, being an owner. He's all about mind control. You're talking about your drugs, your psychedelics. That's where we get the word pharmakia from. Pharmakia is a demon. Okay. And its desire is to possess. You've seen it. You've heard of Woodstock. You know what it's all about. Okay. Aphrodite, again, the goddess of lust. It's about physical control, sexual perversion, and her desire is to seduce. Yeah. And then you have the third, which is Moloch, which is the god of human or child sacrifice, which is what's happening today. Right. It's about population control. Are you for you six abortion vaccines? It's run right now. The demon is, is in charge of the World Health Organization, and its desire is to destroy the image of God. Now, with that said, I want to hit just two more slides because I think you need to understand that these spirits have infiltrated our schools, science, media, politics, and the pulpits. I'm not showing you anything you're not familiar with, but if you look at the middle picture with Newsweek, okay, you see a certain person mimicking the goddess of destruction, which is right next to him. That mm -hmm. is also the, 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 uh, the symbol for CERN. Okay. And we don't again, have time for a meeting of the Flat Earth Society. There you go. Yes, because they're, they're all fake too. But we're talking about evil here. Okay. And so we come to what I shared with Seth earlier. There are over 33 conspiracy theories that have been uh, turned out to be true. And if you look at them here, one of them that really hurts me. Now, again, we can talk about the mafia. You know, we just had Michael Francis, you know, here, you know, where he took an oath. Okay. That's number two. Number three is MK Ultra. Our government decided to, unbeknownst to them, give psychedelic drugs to 60,000 U.S. soldiers without their knowledge. One of those soldiers was Ted um, Kaczynski. Kaczynski, who became the Unabomber. Okay, but if you look through here, you're going to see a syphilis study. You're going to see um, the Iran-Contra affair. You're going to see CIA drugs running in Los Angeles. You're going to see throughout this no, 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 this didn't happen, but it did. And we're talking about drugs coming into this country where our government's actually profiting from it and causing it to happen. They're doing experiments on our own people without their knowledge. It's important to understand because that's bail. You'll see other ones here. We talk about uh, Scientology. We can talk about the World Series. We can talk about the Bohemian Grove. Okay, so any of these, if you want to in a future show, go deeper more than willing to do that. But I want you to understand, this isn't make-believe. A lot of people think, oh, it's just a conspiracy theory. These are conspiracy facts, okay? You know, and it's it's unfortunate. <laughs> but what, what you wind up, go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny because, I mean, in my opinion, you know, going back to when this actually happened, it was about 500 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Copernicus, yep. who was a Freemason. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's, it's ironic that you're showing 33... Oh yeah, uh, things that happen, uh, right? You know, as well as like, right? You see this? It's the thirty-three degrees of, of Freemasonry, which very few get to, and it's the it's the highest right. knowledge point uh, in that kind of Where religion. They reveal it's coming from God, you know, from from Satan. That's right. They do. I, from what we understand, once you get to the thirty-third level, they finally reveal who you serve, uh, which would be basically Satan. All right. Now, now I'm going to bring up something that I read years ago and we'll probably get banned on YouTube and everywhere else, but uh, yeah, I read in a book, I'm not going to say what book it was, but said that the year of the antichrist ended up being when Obama took, took office. 
Yeah. Well, here's the thing. And, and again, I'm not trying to disprove it. Seth, you have to understand there are counterfeits. And there's always going to be a counterfeit. There is one true, and that's God. And so Satan always has counterfeits. Throughout history, Satan has always had his antichrist. Okay? Hitler was an antichrist. Okay? You know, you can go through history. Is Obama an antichrist? Well, I've got video. <laughs> okay? What, what is antichrist? What, what does it mean? You know, it means against Christ, right? And one of the things, let's see if I can pull it up here. Uh, no, I may not be on this one. Anyway, one of the things is his wife actually calls him the Messiah. He doesn't say no. When he got inaugurated in 2008, he brought a replica of the synagogue of Satan as his platform. Huh. So, again, you know, we may not know, um, you know, the normal everyday person, everyday Joe may not know what's really going on. Okay. But for those of us who study this stuff, um, you know, it's, it's, it's plain, it, it's simple stuff. It really is. It's, um, and it's unfortunate because, you know, we should, um, we should know better. There's nobody on our side in government right now that I can, that I can <laughs> see. There's well, no, that I can tell. It's not only government you know. either. It's also, right. you know, like, like we said, it's in the schools. It's from, it's right. from the minute you start to learn. Somebody wants to know what's on the underside of the flat earth. We don't know. Okay. Well, right. Okay. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, there are going to be questions we can't answer. Um, I think it was uh, Samuel Clemens, you know, Mark Twain, he said this. It's not the parts of the Bible that I understand that or that I don't understand that bother me. It's the parts of the Bible that I do understand that, you know, make me uh, stay up at night. Um, so I did want to show you. Um, I did want to show you this. Uh, goodness gracious. I've got too many things going on here. Can I tell you a quick story of? Uh, Please go for uh, it. Okay. Um, as far as people uh, working with uh, government agencies and so forth, uh, when I was doing rideshare in 2019, um, I had a very interesting guest in my vehicle. Uh, turned out to be a JPL employee, which that's uh, yes, Jet yes. Propulsion's laboratories for sure. For it was originally Jack Parsons. That's right. Which he's a Satanist yep. uh, himself. And he's he was heavily involved in the space program. And JPL still exists uh, to this day doing all kinds of demonic weird stuff. Uh, but they also are like a jobs program in a lot of ways for good people. There are good people that work at JPL. They're not all Satan worshipers that work for them. But I kind of consider it to be like there's two kinds. There's a few different types of government jobs. Uh, that are offered out there. If you if you're only smart enough to get a high school diploma, you work for the TSA. If you're smarter, they kind of scoop you up earlier and give you these jobs uh, in places like NASA or JPL. And basically, I met a kid. He's probably smart with math or whatever. But uh, he said they were they were basically working on a project to map Mars. They were mapping Mars, and he's going through it now. Me being a globe skeptic and a, and a full disbeliever of all, all space programs and everything having to do with uh, NASA. I had to ask him in a snarky way, how do you know any of the information you're getting is legit that they're telling you about Mars? And he really broke down in my car and he's like, I, I really don't. And we, we mentioned uh, earth and he's like, well, I'll tell you, he's like, earth is, is easy to map uh, because it's a flat plane. And I go, huh? 
gotcha. See right there. And he, and you know, we basically had a really heartfelt thing. This, you know, it turned out he had gone to my same high school and we we're from the same neighborhood and he just happened to open up to me. There's a lot of people that end up doing that. You're seeing a lot of sting operations in the big pharma industry, people working there that give up this information to people willingly. And you're like, why would that guy even say that they do? I think they have a guilty conscience in some, uh, in some ways. And, and so when they are asked, maybe you're caught off guard about it. He opened up to me and, and, uh, it was just another, uh, re, you know, affirmation, you know, that this was, uh, what I was, that I was right. And Eric, you, uh, you hit on a very key point and that is, People oftentimes when they are unguarded will share things that uh, they believe or, or know to be true, and it contradicts what, what they have been saying. Um, mm-hmm. You also mentioned, and I'll show you here on the, uh, on the screen here, if you can follow my cursor going down, these are the people who founded NASA. They are Alistair Crawley. Uh, he was a, pro, a self-proclaimed beast. Uh, he was the most evil man in the world. Next to him is Jack Parsons, like you were saying, um, uh, a Satanist. Okay, next to him is uh, L. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of uh, Scientology. Scientology. Next to him is Werner von Braun. He is the guy who invented the NASA uh, rockets, the Saturn V rockets. On his tombstone, he repented. And there's only three things on his tombstone. They are his name, his date of birth, date of death, and... Psalm 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament his handiwork. And then next to him is Walt Disney. And Walt Disney did three movies and did all the animation for what we are told is the, um, you know, is, is a globe model. And if you look next to them, I have uh, Gogameth. This is Satan. And Satan, of course, is androgynous. And what's next to him? a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And if you want to protect your kids, you need to understand this is not a flesh battle. This is a spiritual battle that has been going on for, for since the you know, foundation of the earth. And understand, you can't do it in your own strength. And if you really want to protect your children, you're going to have to pick a side. And I hope right. that uh, you, you pick God because he has never failed. And the Bible says the church doesn't fail. Matter of fact, the United States is in the book of Revelation. It says that Israel is going to flee to the desert and is going to be protected by the wings of a mighty eagle. And we know who that is. So I know that our country is going to be amazing. And I wanted to show here. Hold on. Hold on. Stop, stop for one second. Go for it. Wouldn't today's society and the way the world is be a fail for God? The society. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the actual people who are true believers, not people who go to church on Christmas and Easter no, or something I don't, like I don't that. Mean that. I'm just saying the way the world is with the oh. with with Satan more. They, they're trying no, to bring no, it on, Chris. Well, it well, seems what like I'm, what I'm saying is hasn't Satan already won the no. the only thought thought conscious organism on this planet? Chris, I love your question. It is amazing. It's awesome. Let me answer it two ways. Number one is this. This happened before in the days of Noah. Noah was the only one who had his bloodline perfect, okay, because of the Nephilim. And we can get into that anytime you want to. But understand this. God destroyed the earth, and we have proof of it, not only in the rainbow, but we have actually found the, uh, the ark. Noah's ark, we have found it on Ararat. 
exactly the same measurements as in the Bible. But understand, God said he was going to destroy the earth. He did. He also said that in the end times, this is Jesus talking, that it will be like the days of Noah. God said that the good would rise, but also evil would rise. And we're seeing that today. The thing is, you got to pick a side because God is going to have judgment. He's going to judge the church first. He's going to judge those people who are lying in the pulpits, those priests who, who are pedophiles. He is going to judge them first before he judges anyone else. So you're going to see people dying in the pulpits in the next few years because of their unrighteousness. All right. Okay, now, here, here's what's going on. Uh, Seth, you were talking about Antarctica, okay? And again, there's an Antarctic treaty. And when you look at Antarctica, some of these, um, not the mountain ranges, some of these uh, ice walls are 14,000 feet high. Right. It is huge. It's unbelievable. And again, remember, we're not allowed to fly over there since Bird did, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? So people can go to some parts on the, on the outskirts of it. And there is uh, you know, scientific, you know, scholastic stuff that goes on yeah. there, but there, there is but basically all the governments of the world in like 1940, what, 47 or something. It was 58. All 59. They were at first, they were all going to rush over because uh, Admiral Byrd, uh, one of the explorers that we sent over, uh, yeah. had discovered all these uh, natural resources that were oh, amazing. Yeah. And basically all the superpowers were going to go there and basically carve it all up and take their piece. And then all of a sudden they, they stopped and agreed that no one would go into this zone. And they actually have a, a, a military just to protect it. Uh, over yeah, there. there, so you, there's yeah. a lot there that we don't know. I mean, I could tell you, you know, things that I, I have been made aware of by people who have top security clearances. But the bottom line is this. It's a no fly zone for a reason. And since when do all the governments agree on anything? Yet they agree on this. Come on. Right. You know, something's going on. So, again, right. I, I'm just trying to show some pictures here. You can see some ships. Uh, so, so hold on. Hold on. Go real for quick, it. Real quick. Yeah. What is it we're saying that that, that is going on? That they well, found the edge. They found the firmament. Oh, so uh, they have the no-fly zone to stop people from going to right. the Right, if you side? were to crash into that or, you know, it could be, it would be bad. Again, Chris, understand the ramifications. If we are not spinning, which we've already proven we are not, okay, then the heliocentric model fails. We're talking $60 million a day NASA gets. For what? For lying. I mean, take a look at the map here. You know, I can show you the blue marble in 2012, okay, and the, the other side of it. Well, show them the 1972, the, the blue oh, marbles yeah. from 1972. Now, this is Chris and Seth. This is what was in our classrooms in the 70s uh, uh, growing up. This would be on your your your, your door in the classroom. And, and this is a memory I had with a head scratcher as a kid. When I was looking at the blue marble that was allegedly taken on the final Apollo mission if we could get that up on the screen that'd be amazing but uh, yeah I, I don't have it okay i mean i have uh, it in one of my thousand page you, documents but i won't find it basically you have to be halfway to the moon you have to you have to be about a hundred thousand miles from earth to be able to capture the earth in its entirety so that's why they basically had to fake the whole moon mission to 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 get this photo because this photo really it's, it's captivated 
Yeah, it's, it's a painting. It's a painting, is what it is. It's a right. high realist, high realistic painting. And I know a lot now with like TikTok and and these these platforms, you're able to see a lot of artists that do amazing stuff like that. That can paint stuff that looks like a real photograph. And you've seen this, and and that's what they used back then. They used a high realistic. Uh, you could see it right here. That's that. No, that's not right. the blue marble. Yeah, that's a. No, that's a CGI it is blue marble, but it's it's CGI. But the guy who made it, you know, did this. But you can see the reality that. This is not real because you can see the size difference. Okay. Right. NASA is no longer able to hide this stuff because we have the technology now. Yeah. These okay. are fake photos, CGI photos. Right. These are it? CGI. Is that what you're looking for? No. Well, no. no this, uh, it's the, the year 1972, which is the Apollo 11. Right. They use the same. 1972 blue marble yeah. is what we're looking for. 1972 right. blue marble. This is the only picture we saw for 40 years. Barack Obama was the first president to announce that they finally got a new photo of Earth. And they showed what Michael's showing now, which looks like garbage. It's oh, it is. The whole thing is thing, but 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 what looked interesting was the the original blue marble from 1972, and but at, when you see it blown up, you could kind of see. I remember standing in the classroom looking at it and going, "Well, look at it. Looks like a painting. It looks like yeah, it was Star also Wars posters." I had I had Star Wars posters at the time, and movie posters back in the 70s and 80s were all hand painted. And in my mind, I connected. I'm like, this looks like the hand-painted posters that I see for movies and stuff. And lo and behold, it took so it took till 2015 till it was finally pointed out to me. Um, the first iPhones, okay, the first iPhones, when you got it, it had a picture of Earth. And the guy that 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 designed that Earth model, he had to basically just guess what it would look like because there was no photos of Earth to use he had found out that they were all just cgi generated here the earth should be huge the the, the moon is not bigger than the earth okay the, the earth is much bigger than the moon yet when you're looking from the moon at earth it looks small which is that was a mess up by nasa when they did the moon landings i don't want to hijack this show which so, 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 <laughs> you're doing great but i just uh you know as you're talking I can bring up pictures. Here are the here are five of the six experiments that prove that the Earth isn't spinning. But here is the problem that uh, that happened with Einstein and, and with some of the others. The problem which now faces science is considerable. Every scientific experiment proves the geocentric model, which is the biblical cosmology. Okay, scuttling the Copernican theory. Remember, Copernicus died sixty-five years before the telescope was even invented. <clears throat> he pulled this stuff out of the you-know-what, okay? And the revealing truth is would be unthinkable. What you have here is the Encyclopedia Americana 1958. Not only did we know what the firmament looked like, we knew it was where it was located, and we actually divulged it in our encyclopedias. They've since taken it out. But, again, if this is true and that the earth is the center of the universe, that makes us unique, and that means that God had a plan for us, okay? And Satan doesn't want you to know that God loves you. He doesn't want you to know that there's another way to live. It's unbelievable the amount. And what happened in 1946, uh, I'm sorry, 1948, is our government signed into law that we can use our own tax dollars to lie to other countries. In 2012, Obama signed into law that our government can now use taxpayer dollars to lie to us.
True story. It's a true story right there. So what okay. am I looking at when I look up and I see stars and other planets? And what am you're I looking at a planetarium, buddy? Yeah. It's Genesis 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 6, talks about the firmament. And it says in verse 14 that the sun, moon, and stars are inside the firmament. And that's that's true. Understand this, Seth. You cannot have a vacuum of space. Okay, if the, if there's a vacuum of space, the sun doesn't exist because the sun needs fuel, and in a vacuum there there's nothing. Um, right. If you're in a container like a light bulb, you know you're in a container, then you can have different pressures. But if we went to an outer space, we would have to break that barrier. If we break that barrier, our Earth no longer exists. The vacuum of space would, would change our atmosphere. Our atmospheric pressure is 14.5 pounds per square inch. But that's because we're in a firmament. Right. And, and, all right. So when I'm outside in the middle of the night watching the moon, mm-hmm. yeah. if I stay out there long enough, the moon moves to a different place. And right. It, yes. You know, it moves. Is is so? Are we saying that it's like some sort of projector that's been up no, there for as long no. as I've been? Or I, I don't, I don't understand how the stuff. Moves Maybe if it's like <laughs> okay. a planetarium, we don't know. They've never landed on it, but so, you know, I just want to add to Seth's question earlier. Yeah, go he for said, it. Well, what are you, what are you looking at up there? Well, what you're looking at is basically an ancient sky clock that predates humanity, and it's there for us to navigate it's you know to know what time it is it's it's put there it's basically just a massive sky clock it's amazing and it's what it's what ships have used to navigate for thousands of years right and eric here's the thing you know you said that you don't go to church i appreciate that there are a lot of bad churches out there okay but the thing is we are the church and what you're talking about the difference between you and i is that i can tell you where you can find that in scripture so Mm -hmm, God says in Leviticus that he put these things in place specifically for days, months, years, and to also tell you about his holy convocations, which are really huge. I mean, you know, once you start getting into biblical cosmology, you throw away your science books, not because science isn't good. It's that science has been corrupted. Okay. And so, again, I appreciate it. Understand the answers to your questions, Seth, is this. In no place in Scripture does it say that the earth is moving. In 23 places, it says that it's not moving. It cannot move. It has a foundation. It has four corners. Okay, so again, I can't explain all that. I'm saying that's what the Bible says. However, in 50 different places in Scripture, it says that the sun, moon, and stars are moving. So what you have is the earth is stationary, and you have everything else spinning above us in a perfect circle, and we can prove that with Polaris with time-lapse photography. If you take time-lapse photography for six months, according to the heliocentric model, we have traveled 364,000 miles because we went from one side of the sun all the way to the other side of the sun, and there'd be stellar parallax. There is none. A guy did that. He was in the Navy. He went on a six-month deployment. He left his camera on uh, for that whole period of time, and Polaris never moved. Huh. So are, are there other planets, or is that just made up? Well, here's the thing, and again, I don't want to get into terms, okay? But understand, planet means a celestial body that revolves around the sun. So no, what you have is what the Bible says, and I can show you. Please, you know, remind me this. I will show you this with a Nikon uh, P900 and 1000. What you have up there 
is CGI. Not, I'm not talking about from your eyesight. I'm talking about from NASA. What you see is our lights. And okay. that's exactly what they are. They're lights. Okay, the moon is, is a light. And if you don't believe me, look at right. the pictures from NASA. And that surface is pale. It's self-illuminating. The moon, the moon is giving off its own, and it's giving off a cold, a cold, yes, a cold light, light, which is fascinating. That's right, you're so, absolutely right. So Mars and and Saturn, they're lights. lights. They're lights. Yeah, it, they may not exist. I can show you. You know, let, let's get together sometime. I can show you if you want me to put together a presentation. Mm -hmm. I will. I have it here. Okay, it's just finding it is is my problem, oh, that's and that's fine. that's just me. I'm a messy, but I, I'll tell you. You know, Eric's done his research. I've done my research. And the thing is, what I what got me mad is when somebody says something and it contradicts the Bible. That's what I'm going to study. And every single time the Bible has been proven true. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know if you guys can see this here. People. That's hard for people. I just want to weigh in, especially sure. how the show started tonight. I was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> yeah, you could, you, you're going to scare off half the audience because, you know what, being – being good all the time isn't fun you know oh I mean? it's like a blast society it's it's like it's it's boring yeah. when you think oh lord and you're, yeah. you're constantly serving him and it's it's uh you know people want to want to lighten up they just want to enjoy this this, yeah. this planet and their life so they get a little uneasy with religion also it's hard for them because there's so many terrible things that happen in the world and and they they're it, it there's ways to to connect with people about this topic um that's a it is science there is a science just like we were doing today when we Absolutely. started rolling into the true show. science right. it's true science right. but now what michael's saying i don't disagree with with anything he's saying and it's cool to see those biblical things and i was actually amazed at Werner von braun the nazi who's killed yeah. jews with his own luger in the yeah. rocket factory uh had, no. had that on his two yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, pull it up because I, I have that in one of these things here. Uh, I had the, uh, there it is. Okay. Let me see if I can uh, bring it over. Anyway, um, that's the thing. You know, you have to have a source of truth. And, uh, you know, if it's yourself, you know, God, God love you. Um, but I think that it's, uh, it has to be something beyond you. Right. Greater and, than yourself. Correct. And um, the thing is, over time, it, 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 it reveals itself while you're pulling uh, that up i'm just going to answer this real quick <laughs> yeah sure um, uh does my theology degree make me believe this or not <laughs> i'm going to say straight up my theology degree was taken out of convenience not out of not out of some overwhelming desire to study the bible look i i'll say what i said at the beginning i'm willing to listen to all of it and i'm willing to for i i will say that a lot of this makes a lot of sense. And and I will also say it is very much hard to deconstruct 54 years of programming into my right. head. It's right. It's inconvenient, too. People, you know, oh, they have to change all the textbooks. And, and, and more importantly, all the people that have uh, degrees, which is a free Masonic term, college degrees that they paid for, they're expensive to get. And this really undermines their degrees. You know what I mean? Because these universities that have these lies going uh you know it, it ruins well, what they paid for and it basically negates and makes them feel like they got ripped off so they definitely educated people hate to the flatter <laughs> so so let me just uh throw my wrench in there okay? okay in going back in time and looking at where did all this start 
you got to go back to the Protestant Reformation. And what happened is Martin Luther said, hey, you know what? What the church is doing isn't right. And he went through the proper change of command. He says, look, I want to talk to my Monsignor. And he wanted to set up a meeting with him to go over 95 things that he felt needed to be addressed. What happened is one of his students took that 95 thesis that he had and he nailed it to the church door in Wittenberg. And that started the Protestant Reformation. The thing is, the, the cardinals knew that they could not stop people from getting the Bible into their own language because that's really what, what transpired. And so what they did is they said, you know what, we're going to come up with a military arm and we're going to infiltrate and we're going to destroy it from within. We're going to take over the schools. Now, Seth, you're going to be familiar with that military arm. Just like the Democratic Party's military arm was the Ku Klux Klan, the Roman Catholic Church's military arm was the Jesuits. And I can show you the Jesuit blood oath. But Seth, you might not be familiar with the leg of that. They're not the leg. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Guys, here it is. Werner von Braun. Check out his name, Werner Magnus or Magnus Maximilian Fur von Braun. Okay, German-born aerospace architect. Okay, but here he is with Walt Disney. Some of the things that Walt Disney created for our space program. He made three films, had his own studio set up for that, and there's his tombstone, Psalm nineteen one. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament is handiwork. You have to wonder with the Nuremberg trials, how oh this my guy who was super guilty of, of crimes against humanity and so forth was able to not get or, or managed to not get hung during these. And well, that's I'm Operation that Paperclip. Paperclip, right. We took him in and yeah. we gave him a choice. You're going to build these rockets for 1600. us. 1600. Right. He's the grandfather of, of rocketry basically. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, he told them that if, if we needed to go to the moon, it would take a rocket the size of the empire state building. And they made him change his tune and, uh, and, and agree to make the, the, the V rockets, uh, the God, which is it? The V, uh, six the Saturn five, Saturn five rockets that, that were going to be used to take, uh, Apollo, the Apollo astronauts up to the moon. And it was just a, it's a big fake show. Uh, we believe that Stanley Kubrick helped them film the moon missions. Yeah. And oh, yeah. That, and they, they threatened his family. Right. And he finally came, came out with it and, and told the truth. Guys, look at the screen. Here's the Smith Mund Act of 2012. Read what's in black, okay? The State Department and Pentagon now legally utilize all forms of media against the American public for the sake of coercing U.S. citizens to believe whatever version of the truth the U.S. government wants them to believe. 2012, Barack insane Obama. True wow. story. Throw out your TV, folks, or definitely stop watching the news. Oh, I'm sorry, I need to flip flip this. But you know, we're getting kind of deep here, and I appreciate you know being able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, Walt Disney was a Freemason too. He's a 33. Oh, Christmas. 33. You could go to the club 33 at Walt Disney. Yeah. Okay. And I'll, get, I'll tell you another, who's another 33 is our buddy, James Cameron, who's been in the news lately with the submarine. And yeah. he's, he's, he's uh, done movies about the Titanic. He is instrumental in faking all the spacewalks that you see uh, for the space station and so forth. He created uh, the, 
the 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 swimming pools that are in Florida that they used to tr- to allegedly train the astronauts for NASA to do spacewalks. Yeah. That's actually the technique he uses to make his movies, which is phenomenal. He's really, in a, in a sense, our Stanley Kubrick. You know, I, I watched a I watched a spacewalk today on TikTok right. or whatever it was, and um, literally there's no stars behind. <laughs> There's no, yeah. no stars behind the, the astronaut that was out there supposedly walking in space. There was nothing there. There's a guy, there's videos of guys with a wetsuit behind yeah. behind the astronaut and bubbles coming out. Literally sure. bubbles coming out because they're fake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the first uh, screen, you know, that I, I showed you, you know, where we said the um, behind the curve. The second one is a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. If you can make that available to people, that is NASA's own footage proving that they never went to the moon. If you look at the screen here, the scientific method then and now, the scientific method used to be that you observe natural phenomena, you formulate a hypothesis, you test the hypothesis via rigorous experimentation, okay, and then you establish a theory based on the repeated validation of results, or you modify the hypothesis. That was the true scientific method. Now what we do is this. You generate a theory based upon government grants, You carefully craft experiments to prove the theory is valid. Then you write algorithms to automatically adjust the data to meet government expectations. Then you publish papers while renaming the theory a hypothesis and pretend you use the scientific method. And then you hide the data and refuse to honor the Freedom of Information Act request. And then you pilfer real scientists and claim the science is settled. Sound like Fauci? Right. Yeah. I think the last three years were, were a great way to wake people up to how uh, information is handled. And now that we see how guilty they are of controlling the big tech companies, how the government came in and they, this has been proven that they've said to them, you are not allowed to show any uh, vaccine hesitancy type posts or rhetoric on there. And, and they've they do the same thing with Flat Earth. They've uh, taken control of that as well. And they've... Uh, Basically, uh, tried. Basically, are squashing the revolution by leading it in a sense that they put out so much flat Earth garbage there to yeah. turn people off from looking into it. And uh, that's why I go back to scripture, you know. And you know, people ask the question, "Well, what does the Earth actually look like?" And all we can do is go back to, you know, like scripture and, and to other civilizations and what they looked at. And here is the best rendition that I can come up with. He placed the earth firmly on its foundation. It cannot be moved forever and ever. And so you have the firmament, you have the underworld, you have Sheol, the place of the dead. You have the foundations of the earth. You've got the the four corners. It's not perfect, but it's the best I can come up with. Mm -hmm. Um, This would also be referred to, you know, the the Van Allen belts that were discovered, uh, I I think, in the 70s. Uh, It was uh, 1958. This is all. Yeah, this is all the same time frame. Right. Now, that's almost like uh, another word for the firmament. You know, I think it is basically you can you know, that's a scientific thing. They'll admit that there's these Van Allen belts and they'll say to us that it's that the super high level of radiation. Yet when you look at the Apollo missions, they didn't really have any protection for that. We can't right. send anybody up there today for that right. exact reason. And I've gotten into <clears throat> serious, <clears throat> excuse me, arguments with <clears throat> friends and family members. And one of the things that would come up is they would say, we're going to the moon next week. You know, because for years they've been saying, oh, we're going to, yep, we're sending another mission up to the moon again. And I would laugh and tell my friends, no, they're not. They're going to kick it down the road 
And I've had bad arguments that happened like six years ago. Now, as long as they keep putting in the news that there's going to be another mission to the moon, people have faith that there's going to be. But it'll always get scrapped, kicked down the road. I thought, saw somebody try to ask a question about what, what do we see in from satellites? Uh, satellites are not as advertised from right. what we could see. They are uh, hanging on helium balloons. They use balloons. Correct. Now, most recently the Chinese dropped a couple of these in our backyard. Talk about yeah. Truman show. This was for, yeah. for a lot of people, this should have been a Truman show moment because that's when they should have all realized, wow, uh, satellites aren't up in the uh, thermosphere, which is ridiculous anyway, because it's very hot up there and it would melt these things. Well, that's the You're thing. The, the Van Allen radiation belts are over 7,000 degrees. The Apollo capsule, uh, where the men were, had to be made out of honeycomb aluminum because all the other ones were too heavy and the, and the rocket toppled. So in order for them to go through that, and that melts at 1,500 degrees, they had, to right. go through the, they had to go through the imaginary Van Allen radiation belts for two and a half hours. <laughs> There's no way, okay? And so, again, I have uh, a documentary by NASA that says they never left low Earth orbit. They can't go above 250 miles because they will die. I don't think they even got that far, to be honest. Um, well, I, sort of the, I, still thing, out, the ISS is supposedly 250 miles. There's no ISS up there. Uh, <laughs> there's no footage. There's no footage of the ISS being constructed. Um, it's a joke that they would be uh, in that death trap. Um, there's some funny uh, videos regarding this. One of the most hilarious ones, uh, it was something like uh, being on the uh, space station would be uh, a nightmare or something like that but they simply go through like if the if you look at what they allegedly poop in not to be gross yeah but no you're just right the bathroom contraption they have there's no window to open up when somebody takes a sure. jump and you have right. 12 12 astronauts on there in their dockers acting like everything's great it's you just like the deep space uh the deep water submarine the titan right so same, here's, same here's the 1972 globe that you were talking about it's on the screen no, oh wait, i gotta go to your screen. yes it is there it is Final. 72 and you can see the other ones and here's the guy who did all this for nasa uh robert simmons and he admits it's photoshopped right okay i mean nasa's own employees admit this it's it's just unbelievable that people feel, still think i'm crazy will the real earth please step up because if, if everybody could do this themselves, go on to Google or DuckDuckGo, go picture of Earth from space, and you yeah. will be so bummed out because so, you're going to see about 40 different Earths, and you're going to go, what the hell is going on? I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, man, but it's about that time. I mean, we're going to have to yeah. do another show on this because yeah, of course. Uh, there's a lot yeah. more to get into, Eric. Well, there is, but uh, yeah. what I want to do, if it's all right with you guys, is have people you know submit questions to you. I will okay. answer them, and whatever you want the show to be on, I'll be more than that glad to come out here and bring you know Eric or anyone else who does research on this stuff because you need people who are knowledgeable. Yeah, we were able to, you know, I'm glad you had somebody else like me, actually. Because it's scary to go up against normal people. I mean, even, and for the people out there that know what Michael and I are talking about and you're on the same page, you also know what kind of opposition we face. Even my own family, my own lady can't stand it that I do this. If she sends me all the most irritating memes that make fun of flat earthers and I, there's not much I could do. I have to, on her own time, she'll figure it out. I try to yep. give her little clues here and there. And That's what it is. Beats. And I got to love her anyway. Right. She's a good person. Other than that, eventually yeah. there's a lot that's gone in. <laughs> there's a lot that's gone in 
to controlling our minds. Govern, govern means control and meant means mind. And their, their way of, of controlling us was this globe model. And they do not want us looking to a higher power. They want us uh, worshiping the government, not a God. They don't want us pointing out things they're doing wrong and saying, God wouldn't appreciate that and overthrowing them or having faith that there's something outside of this, this life this realm i know we got to go to god be the glory and you know if you were sincere about the prayer i shared with you let me know because you're now part of the family of god yeah i appreciate you guys man thank you eric eric Ferentino. god bless you thank you guys thanks i'm so stoked and Chris, we got to together, right? absolutely and you, you guys are going to be on in just a little bit right <clears throat> That's right yeah. eric and i'll be back in two hours for two more hours um on chris aker presents it's um, not the greatest podcast in the world but it's pretty close it is no, the best yeah. it's it, other it, than this you one guys, yeah, and the cms really, you guys are like one a here one b you know, that's right <laughs> yeah but we have some cool guests we have some cool guests tonight um very religious band pissing razors will be on and, <laughs> as well as um as well as uh john karabi of motley crew fame and the dead daisies etc cetera, etc cetera, so and on that note we're going to say goodbye to the minister thank you very much <laughs> my pleasure gentlemen all right, we will talk to you again soon, and uh, this is going to be put up uh, everywhere. We're going to do another show on this because I can't get Absolutely. So uh, thanks, everybody, listening. I much appreciate it. God willing, I'll talk to you again on Wednesday night. See ya. Hey, All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Right. God bless.